Hey guys, this is Gabe Green. So this discussion about the nature of the Force in Star Wars was originally part of our Attack of the Clones episode with our guest Joseph Vuk. But the episode ended up being way too long, and I had to cut this part out. But the discussion was a lot of fun, and I didn't want to lose it. And I am putting it out here as a bonus episode. So I hope you enjoy listening to us ramble about the Force for a while. Um, well, since we are on the topic of the Jedi, I, I, I do want to discuss a couple things that we missed in our discussion of the Phantom Menace, because we ran out of time. But uh, the introduction of notions like the will of the Force and bringing balance to the Force, like... These do not appear at all in the original trilogy. And like as like as far as I can remember, I don't believe there's any kind of personification given to the force. There's, there's no like personality. It's just kind of like something that's there. There's a good there's good the light side, there's evil the dark side. And here we're getting you know this notion that there's this prophecy which you know, obviously infers intentionality that someone will arise who will bring balance between light and dark to the force. And also that he was conceived by the will of the force. And there, in, in Yoda and Mason's discussion, the talk that they talk about, is this the will of the force? Just, how, how do y'all think that fits in with what Lucas originally created in the original trilogy. Do you think this is like a, a retcon or this is where he was always going? And do you, do you, do you view the force as a being? Is there actual personality? Is it just the uh, millions of tiny midichlorians telling us what to do? I mean, what is it? I view the force um, as depicted in these movies. And this might be affected somewhat by my, um, reading of the legends books then then canon now legends um i'm not sure it's it's been a while since i've read there but i always i always use the force as not a cosmic being but more a um a cosmic force oh that wow wow me that was good no but but the, the term is very fitting because when it talks about like the prophecy of the chosen one, I don't see it as like a per as a god being saying I will make this person do whatever. I see it as a um almost like a natural element that has I know talk about balance. It has a a restful state. Think about how energy always um you know it it wants to be how it is or whatever. And there's kind of a state of equilibrium in things. Um. I'm a little over the place right now, but it's a state of equilibrium. And the force has a similar thing where the chosen one, we as sentient beings, you know, they, there might've been there a prophecy saying the force is out of whack. There's going to be the chosen one that will bring it back into whack. And that prophecy isn't the force making the prophecy. It's the Jedi, the whatever seeing the nature of the force and its desire for equilibrium and balance and putting that into and putting that into words it makes it makes the force not so much something that that creates prophecies and has its own sentient whims and much more as the prophecy is much more the observation of an element you know sure it's a mystical element instead of a physical element but seeing how the, how it flows and much like Qui-Gon observing it 
and um, being very careful about it, they are they are observing it and being careful of how it is, and thus the prophecy became not because the force built it, but because that is how the force is. So your view is that the prophecy is just somebody went into a, a trance and then woke up saying, I really hope this happens kind of thing? Not I really hope this happens, but much more this is what will happen because much as you can predict when you do, when you um, heat water, it boils. Um, so, you know, these things happen to the force. Therefore, this force will seek balance through mm. this means. Yeah, I get what you're saying, where it's like, I mean, the the using the word like observation, like that makes sense to me where it's just, this is in an, I mean, to quote another nerdy movie, like the, the 2014 Godzilla, when he says nature has a power to balance, like, and to restore. Let them fight. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so this, this is like the way that the force balances itself. Like it's, it's the, like this physical element thing that by its very nature and using the word seek out does imply this kind of like mental capacity but I'm just I, I I don't use the word seek out to imply that. Just like it it finds a way, life finds a way. It, it finds <laughs> a way to like balance itself by the nature of what it is. It's not like this conscious decision. It's like you know, if you throw a ripple into water, eventually it will calm. And that's like there's a ripple in the force, and the force will calm itself. And I think you finding these you know, happening to find these quotes about nature that are saying what you're trying to say is very purposeful in what we're talking about because it is a very natural feeling thing. And how would you reconcile that with the Mortis trilogy, um, the Bendu and the Loath Wolves, say, in, in the cartoon series, which all seem to give a very clear personality have you seen the Clone Wars series, Joseph? That was actually something I was going to say. It's interesting is I know a lot of people that love the prequels um, use the the spinoffs as a reason to show that love. And I actually have never watched the Clone Wars. I've never watched Rebels. I The timing was always weird for me, and uh, I never got around to it. And it's something that's on my list. It's actually really high on my list. But... I'm one of the few people that defend it without. Okay, so I guess to avoid spoiling it for you, I'm not going to go into detail, but you know, with the series under Lucas, when we have developments into the Force, it always seems to lean towards an active personality driving things. And I think you even have that going into um, The Last Jedi, where Snoke says that Rey has been, you know, basically created by the force to combat the rising darkness of Snoke and Kylo. So obviously that, that could be just the ripple effect of balance, you know, balancing itself out or it could be is, you know, is the force good? Does it even favor the light side? Maybe, you know, are the Jedi just crazy for favoring the light? I mean, I guess the, I don't want to talk too long about this, but these questions kind of arise and there's so many different interesting avenues you can run down. And I think it's fitting to talk about it here though, because that's, this is what the attack of the clone starts really opening the can of worms on. Yeah. So to me, like, even though I understood, you know, the way Joseph explained that for me, the way that I've, I've kind of understood it, is a little bit more as a like 
an actually active force. And it's, I don't really know if there's a way to actually describe it. You know, I, I guess, you know, were we living within the context of Star Wars, we just say, you know, like, who can understand the the will and concept of the force or something like that. But it it doesn't feel like an actual being, but it definitely feels like there is a will. Like whenever they use the term like the will of the force, it doesn't feel like it's this arbitrary word designed to like explain the natural way that it balances itself. It feels like there is purpose behind everything. Um, and then again, you, you you can start getting into things outside of what Luke has created. Like, you know, um, Rogue One, when you have a, a character like, um, oh man, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Chirrut Inway, that's it. Um, but anyways, like, you know, he says, all is as the force wills it. And so it just, it very much feels like there is some sort of active participation on the force in a way that implies some form of decision making. Like, I don't think it was random chance that Anakin happened to be born. Of the, I, it feels as if like the force knew what it was doing for like lack of better words. It feels like the force is like, okay, we're out of whack. This is what we're going to do. But again, even saying that implies some sort of like very personable. Or maybe Shmi was just lying to cover up a bad relationship. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, yeah, got to cover that up. And in, in a weird way, maybe this is a cop out. I'm kind of okay with not fully understanding it. Like I'm, I'm okay with looking at it as this, as like, uh, I mean, I'm, cool with accepting everything that the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy tells us that the original one you know it's this force that surrounds us and binds us together and 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 with this one that it's there is almost beyond just binding the entire galaxy um and being this force that can be manipulated it's it's also this well even in the original trilogy there's a very real sense of reverence given to it you know um, and yes, people give reverence to to just nature, but at the same time, they're almost, it does feel like not a deity, but like something. There's there's something that people mm-hmm. are referring to, and and again, I in for some weird way, I'm I'm usually one who's just like I need all the answers, but I'm kind of okay with this being just kind of having a vague understanding that they're. There is some way that we kind of have to reconcile the fact that there is something very natural about the Force, but at the same time, there is also something borderline sentient that has a will. My, my, my pet theory is the, the, the good-evil dynamic that, that the Jedi impose onto the Force is wrong, and that the, the, the fall of the Jedi was kind of the Force's revenge on them for polluting it, and then at the end of the saga with J.J. Abrams' next film, it's going to end with uh, Rey being a gray Jedi, so... We'll see. But yeah, which the fun thing is that theory fits with what we said, and it's but you also view it differently. What we said, yeah, I, do, I well, I guess just last quick statement. I do. <laughs> sorry, there's so much more to talk about, but I do like, I do agree with the idea that that is partially why they fell because you know, as Luke says in the Last Jedi, to say that if the Jedi die, the light dies with it is vain or is is vanity. Like there is a sense of mm-hmm. ownership over the light. As if the light is somehow, you know, it's it's so easy to say that the light is stronger than the dark. And I, I think part of this, 
as much as I love Lucas and his ideas are fantastic, I don't think he has a consistent understanding. I think what the Force ultimately is, is like this attempt at balancing Eastern and Western ideas. And there's just going to be kind of conflicting ideas because the mo- I don't think you can argue the movies, especially like the original trilogy, are very much saying light is good. Like mm-hmm. the jet, the light, like the light side wins when the Return of the Jedi happens, and re- the Return of the Jedi is something that we cheer for. And you know, the dark side does feed off of anger and hatred and things like that. And so, in one way, it is saying light side is good. Turn to the light, and I don't think it's really trying to say the the dark side is is ever like the good path. But at the same time, I think it is also saying that balance is very good. And to imply balance means that like we need the dark side. We need the Sith to exist. And so it's just it's asking us to cheer for balance while at the same time cheer for the destruction of the Sith. And so I just think it's it's this reconciliation between the like Eastern and Western philosoph- like philosophies that Lucas wasn't really able to reconcile. Yeah. It's something I could definitely talk about more, but yeah, that's a whole podcast right there that you could talk on. I will probably cut about half of that out. <laughs> okay. No, that's fair. That was a long, long talk. Okay, to get us back on track like with the movie, um, <laughs> I want to talk about 